This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, you can always reach out to us on social media. Like, follow, and share on Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can do the same at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Anywhere you get your podcast, head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. In the studio with me now is Hamilton County Commissioner Alicia Reese. She's also the founder of the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame. She's here this morning to talk about the 2022 induction ceremony coming up on July 23rd at the Andrew Brady Music Center. It's free and open to the public Saturday noon to 3. It's our pleasure to welcome Alicia Reese back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. All right. That's great. And welcome back. I haven't had you on the show in probably 10 or 15 years, maybe. I know. Now you're going to start telling my age. uh, I'll tell you, your your new headquarters is incredible. So it's just great to be in here. Yeah, I can't deny they did a really good job here. Now, let me ask you this now. When we had you on initially 15 years ago, we're not telling your age again, (laughs) but you were on city council um, back then. So now you are a Hamilton County commissioner Tell us about what that is and the responsibilities and the role there. Yeah, like uh, like you said, over 20 years ago, you were being kind. Okay. (laughs) uh, I was on Cincinnati City Council, vice mayor, and then I went to the state house. Um, I didn't go straight as a state representative. I went as the deputy director of tourism. So I worked uh, in the Department of Development for the governor, and my job was tourism and marketing, which is my background, marketing the whole state. And we had the largest ROI of any campaign uh, in the state history. And then I um, also helped write the rules for what was at that time the new tax credits for films. So when I see all these films that are filming here in Cincinnati and around the state, I feel uh, very joyous because uh, I wrote the first uh, rules so that we can do that. So, yeah, that's what I that's what took me to Columbus um, doing tourism. And then uh, my mother got sick and she passed away from uh, cancer. So I came back home and wanted to be home, but still wanted to be in Columbus. And so I uh, became a Ohio state representative and was doing that uh, for about eight and a half years. So people say, where'd she go? (laughs) Uh, But I was still living in Cincinnati, but I had to just ride up I-71. And so, um, you know, then end up running for county commissioner uh, when Commissioner Todd Pertoon rest his soul, got cancer and passed away. So it was an open seat and uh, ended up running for that in a pandemic. Had no idea a pandemic was getting ready to hit. Oh, yeah. And so uh, ran for that. So now uh, was elected to uh, county commission and uh, very grateful. This election was a little bit different because people had to vote in a pandemic. They had to risk their life. And so mm-hmm. over 212,000 people voted for me. And I'm very uh, humble and thankful. But we had to hit the ground running. So what people don't understand with the county, I always say the county is kind of where the rubber meets the road. It's kind of like, um, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, Washington sends the money and uh, they send it to the state and they send it to the county. And then the county got to get the money to the people to help the people. It's kind of like Amazon. You order a package, but if the package never comes, <laughs> uh, you know, we're the delivery system. And so at the county, we're over jobs and family services, which is a safety net. Okay. So we've been helping a lot of people with rental assistance, a mortgage assistance, food uh, during this pandemic time. 
And uh, I came in and I said, listen, we can't just sit at the office waiting on people to call us because these are people who had never needed help from the government before, the small businesses, et cetera. And so I um, created this 513 relief bus, and it's a Hamilton County equity mobile tech bus. And what it does is take all the resources into the communities. And we went to 79 uh, locations, 28 different zip codes, everything from Cleves, Ohio to Avondale. And when we pulled up, we had the vaccine where it just made it very convenient. We also had the computers to take your applications if you needed help with rental or mortgage assistance or small business assistance. And we were able to get those federal dollars to the people directly and cut down all the confusion. So a lot of people didn't know that, but they know now uh, how important the county is. We also deal with... um, we also deal with economic development. People don't know that we, you may or may not know, we own the stadiums. Um, so it's mm-hmm. owned by the, the taxpayers okay. and the county owns them. So the Bengals are our tenant. The Reds are our tenant. And we're like the landlords. Uh, so we, we do that. And uh, we also uh, help. We have 49 municipalities that we help. Uh, that partner with us. So we have villages, cities, and townships. So I've got a number of mayors and elected officials, and we do help them with grants to economic development in their communities as well. So we deal with the townships and the villages and the smaller cities. Um, and so, you know, it's just a lot that people don't understand that the county really, really uh, does. We're, you know, heavily involved in tourism. Okay. And uh, so, you know, when people come here for tourism, that hotel motel tax, you know, goes into a fund and helps us uh, to be able to reinvest into the county. So, yeah, it's a lot that people don't understand. And honestly, uh, you know, getting there. Um, digging in, and I've been there about a year and a half now, but digging in and trying to get some of the things that we have done well, but then there's a lot of things we could, we have to do much better. So I'm very excited to have introduced, and we're, you'll hear about it more, we've got, uh, we're going to have first time ever small business, office of small business. We helped a number of small businesses, about $13 million in grants to try to keep these restaurants and small business, uh, barbershops, beauty shops, you name it, trying to keep them bridal districts, trying to keep them going because, you know, this was a tough time. And so now we're like, hey, we need to have a small business, office of small business in Hamilton County, and we need to put our mark in the ground. We want to be number one for small businesses to come here, to thrive here, to expand here, and to survive here. So we also are over your property taxes. And uh, (laughs) one of the things that uh, um, I was able to do, there was a promise that was made during uh, when they put the Bengals, uh, put it on the ballot to have these stadiums built. They said they're going to give 30% rebate to the property tax owner. And that really hadn't been realized. And so one of my big initiatives, I was able to get uh, support and you know it was you know you had to go back and forth but I was able to get support we finally got the 30 percent um, and so every year we have to vote on that but that was like a big thing coming in just you know new on the county commission okay for homeowners to get the 30 percent homeowners to get okay, the 30 percent so- they got a 30 percent rebate and uh, it's it's uh, every year we have to set the rate so, you know, that was like a battle. They was like, this can't happen. It's not going to happen. And the administration had recommended 10%. And I said, well, wait a minute. We're having, when we looked at our budget, we were having a better year 
uh, because we had stimulus dollars or, if you will, or American rescue dollars and sales tax revenues were up. And I said, well, why not give the homeowner the break that they were promised? And so we were able to do it this time, and I'm going to you know, keep fighting for it each time because right, I want to give a break. We're going to have to talk more about that off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He said, wait a minute. Wait i got to bring gotta, my bill yeah, out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. we got to reexamine that. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear in the studio this morning with Alicia Reese, Hamilton County Commissioner. For more information on the show, more information on our guests, you can go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Now, let me ask you this. Now, you seem to be always breaking down barriers. You're the youngest woman ever voted to the city of Cincinnati Council. You're breaking barriers with your role as Hamilton County Commissioner, the first woman and African-American to win city, state, and county races in Hamilton County. Do you always feel like you're fighting for your seat at the table? You know, it's not so much just a seat at the table. It's more of, it's a very difficult and lonely walk when you're trying to uh you know, break down these barriers for the next person or the next generation. And, you know, sometimes it's very lonely um, and it it gets tough because there's no blueprint for you. There's no one Mm -hmm. to say, this is how you do it. But then you look at, for me, it's, you know, after the passing of my mother, for me, it's just about what is God's assignment for me. And once I feel like this is the assignment, I try to move forward and I move forward with faith. I think the biggest thing that people need to understand is that there's no such thing as perfect people. So I'm not saying that, um, th- th- you know, when you're when you're trying to chart new waters, you're not going to do, you're not going to be perfect. You look back and say, "Gosh, now I know so much more." Oh, okay, okay, this is could have been done a little easier. Um, but hopefully, I'll break it down some of the doors so the next person can go a little bit further. The next generation can go further. And maybe they could see me and I, it won't be the first. I don't I want to get rid of first. I want to okay. make it like this is normal. And um, that's what I'm I'm trying to do is make it normal. So when I go in, I'm not running for like, oh, I want to make history. No, I'm running because I want to empower the people, whatever platform that is. And that's why, you know, whether it's in, I've been in and I've been out of politics and I, my mission has still been the same. I want to empower people. I want to uh, educate them on the process. And I want to leave a mark, hopefully, that it's better, you know, when I'm gone than when I came in. There you go. There you go. Now, you're here this morning to talk about Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame. Tell me about that. Now, you founded this. Tell us about the inspiration behind the Walk of Fame. Yeah. So I really got to take it back. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for uh, music and particularly black music because my mother uh, grew up in the West End and she was a singer and aspiring singer at that time and everybody called her baby Aretha that was her you know mm-hmm. she was trying to be you know like sing like Aretha do those kind of things and so my father he was uh, wanting to be an entrepreneur but back then as a black man being an entrepreneur there wasn't a lot of examples so he had to go to Detroit and he saw Motown and he did some interning and his thing was, I'm going to have a record label. I'm going to be the next Barry Gordy. So okay. he came back home, and uh, my mother was in a, a contest, singing contest, and the two of them met. And so uh, he would go on to have his own record label um, and SR uh, Records and Steve Reese Productions, and he would produce my mother's self-titled album at the time. Her name was Barbara Howard, her maiden name. 
And, um, you know, he did this album and they got together and they end up getting married. And then, uh, you know, then here I came. And mm-hmm. so when I came along, uh, they decided not to go deep into the music industry, because if you were a black artist, you couldn't play in the nice facilities. You mm-hmm. were, you know, sometimes Chitlin Circuit, okay, yeah. had to sing with your back to the people, smoky areas, uh, dangerous. You know, they had the green book out, you know, where you could travel mm-hmm. and how to travel. Mm-hmm. And they For said, sure. hey, we got a daughter. We need to make some adjustments. So they ended up going the um, route of having an advertising agency. So as a kid, I would see them going to the studio because, you know, I was just right there. I didn't know what I was looking at. He would write the jingle. She would sing the jingle. It would be musicians. I would hear all these stories. Bootsy would be hanging around with them. And my dad, you know, you know, was with the OJs when they first got started, different people. And I would hear all these stories. And so as I grew, I said, wow, you know, it's great. I'm at a point in my life now where, I have all these stories, but they're no good if these stories leave when I leave the earth. Mm -hmm. And so um, when we saw all this development that we had on the banks and the historical part of the banks, the banks is 198 acres and we have a major league baseball and a major uh, NFL stadium on each end of it. But this was the place where uh, my ancestors came across that river, uh, the uh, Ohio River, and when they got over here, they lived on the banks. And a lot of people didn't know that, and it was because it was a floodplain area. And then they moved them off the banks to the West End. So when I got elected, I had the idea of, wow, we need to put these stories someplace in a permanent way that can't be painted over, can't be gone when I'm gone, but mm-hmm. will be around, like the stadium's around for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So, um, we had built the new Andrew Brady Center, but we had a plot of a uh, half an acre that had not been developed. It was nothing but rocks. And I said, wow, we could put a black music walk of fame here. And as tourism, I had promoted uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I said, but wait a minute, there are so many artists that came from Southwest Ohio mm-hmm. that's not getting their due. And we don't get our, you know, our love, you know. Right, right, right. And so um, what really kicked it off the ground was Otis Williams, who was with Otis Williams and the Charms. He created the doo-wop sound, and he is 85 years young. And he was on a walker, and I was at a press conference for something else downtown, and he pointed over at the uh, Andrew Brady Center, it was called Icon then, and he said, how can we be included? And then the tear came down. And so the light bulb came off said, wow, we can combined a partner, you know, take that corner that's rocks and nothing's on it. It is next to Andrew Brady Center. Uh, and Andrew Brady is named after, a, 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 they said, a teacher in 1930s, I believe, out of uh, Western Hills in the 30s. Mm-hmm. And then we bring in the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame and we connect it. And then, of course, putting my tourism hat on, I said, let's make this a tourism attraction because I'm always trying to sell and bring people mm-hmm. to our area. I said, and people will come across the globe and we can take it. And then it's across the street from Paul Brown Stadium, which is home of the Cincinnati Music Festival, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a, the oldest African-American music festival in the country, the second largest in the country and the number one in the Midwest. And many of these artists have played there. But once they play there, they kind of go home again. Where is the history that can go? And we can make this 365 days and we can make it free for everyone. 
but I want it to be tourism. I want it to be interactive. I want it to be, you know, Disney World uh, so that more people want to come. I want kids and families to a place they could come, have a good time, be entertained, but also learn. Okay. And so this idea came up and we got moving. We stepped out on faith and was able to, there were so many layers that had to happen. We had to get the, you know, I had to convince the city to transfer the land. I was able to get that done. That's a miracle. Uh, we were able to do it. Then we had to get uh, you know, our partners, the Bengals, the Symphony, because they own the uh, Andrew Brady, get all our partners on board. They said, cool. Then I had to uh, find the money. We had money for economic development, and we were able to do that and get my colleagues uh so it was a unanimous vote of the county commission and, um, you know, and then we had to get it going. So now we've gone from rocks to it's coming out of the ground. And um, because of supply chain issues, it won't be completed this year, but we'll have a dedication. The first eight stars will go in the ground this year. We'll have induction this year and we will be a part of the Cincinnati Music Festival this year. But this is a tourism attraction uh, that is so a, I'm imagining it's going to look like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Is that what you're going it's for? It's going to look better. Okay. <laughs> uh, be, and, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. No shade to the Hollywood. Hollywood gave us a, a format. But this one, most people think, oh, you're just going to put some stars on it. No, we're building. It's going to be a walkway of stars with QR codes, with uh, LED screens, uh, where you get a video content of what's happening with black music and the artists and the history. It's going to have. So uh, is it going to be indoors out, this is all outdoors. Oh, the, wow, nothing has this. been built like this in okay, the country wow. that we can find. Okay. Uh, it's going to have kiosks with Braille, so uh, we want to make sure this is accessible to everyone. It's going to have a, a drum beat that play that has, that vibrates uh, to the music, so if you have a hearing impaired, you can participate. It's going to have a waterfall. It's going to have augmented reality where you can play with Bootsy, look like you're playing in the band okay. uh, with Bootsy. All outdoors. All outdoors oh, wow, and completely. Completely free. Okay. No cost to to the people because I wanted everyone to have access to this. Um, and so that's that's what we're doing. We even have someone that retired from Disney World that help uh, helping us with, uh, the, you know, the design and making sure the technology. You will be able to hit your smartphone or your smart device, as they say now. Okay. So this sounds <laughs> awesome. So uh, when can we – when will this – fully be up and running and functional what's the goal there yeah so it'll be fully done um by next year okay uh but it is a lot is being done this year and we have a um last year we had the uh kickoff with our founding inductees uh were uh, taken in bootsy collins otis williams of otis williams and the charms uh, the the late Dr. Charles Fold, gospel artist, first to win a Grammy from here, and the Isley Brothers. Mm-hmm. This year, we will have what we call the dedication and community celebration. You'll be able to see the progress of the project. You'll be able to see the first eight stars that will go in the ground. So it would have the founding inductees plus the new inductees this year. Uh, who will be a midnight star with uh, all the original members, including the Callaways. So oh, you, wow. Look you at remember, that. That's a feat. Yes. You're putting that together. Yes. And, you know, and the Callaways, I want to be rich. And, you know, that mm-hmm, play, y'all played mm-hmm. that a lot. It yes, helped them helped them get that Grammy. <laughs> uh, so it also will have uh, high tech. And uh, high tech has been a producer for uh, Anderson Pack. His one of his biggest hits was produced by high tech. 
And uh, he's produced for Snoop Dogg. He's produced for Dr. Dre. Uh, some of his stuff has been played even at a Super Bowl. So um, uh, he's from here. High Tech will go in. And then we also have um, the late Wilbur Longmire, a uh, jazz musician who was discovered by Nancy Wilson. Mm-hmm. And he was discovered here at, a, at the first Cincinnati Music Festival. Wow. Uh, it was called the Jazz Festival then. Mm-hmm. And then he played all over with George Benson. And then also we will um, induct Penny Ford. Penny Ford, y'all know the song, I Got the Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wish I could sing like her. <laughs> but sold over 9 million records worldwide. She has been on tour uh, overseas and will be coming in from Germany. So we got folks coming back. Um, we got an induction ceremony. It's going to be Ju- Saturday, July 23rd, and it is completely free. And it starts at noon, so it's going to be a, an awesome induction ceremony, kind of like, you know, the Grammys, somewhat. And uh, then you'll be able to see the stars going into the ground, and then there'll be a tribute performance by Ohio's own Zap. Okay, wow. So, yeah, more bounce to downs and okay. all that. <laughs> and so, you know, you have all these ideas. It started, you talked about the story with your parents and yeah. going all the way from there and being able to put these eight people going there um the plaques going and stars going into the ground what does that feel like for you alicia reese from the beginning to where you are now you know i would love to say i planned it but i didn't um it's it's an authentic journey and the timing is right so when you look at my my life all the pieces one growing up rooted in music watching as a little girl seeing the process of what it takes in this music business and then going on to uh, being deputy director of tourism so understanding what tourism attractions why that's important um, for the business model and then from a policy standpoint um, having the policy experience so putting all those components together to make this happen, I think about Otis Williams, 85 years young, and I wanted to make sure he saw it mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times we we don't. We don't do something until someone's gone. So um, I'm excited about it. I think it's a great addition for uh, the banks. Um, I think it's going to be some place that people are going to come all over the globe. And, you know, so I'm very excited. This project is complicated um, because you got technology, uh, we've got the infrastructure that the county uh, is doing through economic development. But then you have the other parts, the stars, the the event, all that has to be privately funded. So um, had to, you know, go out and get private folks to look at this business model and say, hey, this is a good thing for the community. So I do want to give a shout out to uh, Damon Jones and Procter & Gamble because I showed him it was just rocks and he saw the vision and was able to get others to come on board. So we're not using taxpayer money for the stars. We're not using taxpayer money for the event, but I wanted it to be free for every citizen that want to come, have an opportunity to come. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. In the studio with me this morning is Hamilton County Commissioner Alicia Reese. She is also the founder of the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame. For more information on the show, more information on the Walk of Fame, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, and like us there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear just anywhere that you get your podcast now the induction ceremony will take place again alicia 
Saturday, July 23rd, and it's uh, at noon. And, um, yeah, we even have some free parking in Lot D as while it lasts, so okay. get there early. Uh, we just want to make it as, you know, great and grand and comfortable for all of the folks. But, yeah, a lot of these uh, songs were played, uh, you know, on your stations. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys help these people, you know, go on and be big. And one of the things that warms my heart is that a lot of them have gone on to win Grammys or nominated for these different awards. But the one thing they always say is it's nothing like being acknowledged in your hometown. Yes, yes. And I think that's what's been missing is that a lot of people feel like I'm from Cincinnati. I may have to leave here to make it. Uh, most of them left here, you know, broke trying to make it, put their own money up, uh, had a lot of disappointments, uh, had to go overseas, some of them, uh, to try to make it. And then they made it with their songs. And, you know, just to be able to say, tell the hometown, hey, guys, we, we appreciate what you did. And we're going to acknowledge you in a permanent way. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us this morning, Alicia Reese. If our listeners would like to find out more about this, if they would like to find out more about the um, Walk of Fame, how can they find out more? Yeah, they can go to Cincy Black Music Walk of Fame dot org. And let me just say that uh, people ask about, you know, why we're doing black music. That's the part that was missing. Um, we're doing a lot. We're doing great with Andrew Brady um, Center and a lot of music venues and things that we're doing. But when it came to the stories of black music from this area, it was missing. It was the missing link. So we're bridging that with Andrew Brady and the Black Music Walk of Fame and Paul Brown Stadium and bringing this whole corridor together so that the whole story can be told. All right. Sounds exciting. Again, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Thank you. We've been speaking to Hamilton County Commissioner Alicia Reese. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Again, like, follow, and share on Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. That's our Facebook page. Instagram and Twitter, you can reach out to us there at Rodney Lear On Air. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit Shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.